Hello and welcome just a family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator and founder of not only just live TV, but also the Women Sporting Women Can Network. So today we're going to be talking about toxic mentality, which... I'm really excited to talk about because this is this is one of the topics that I wanted to talk about and Mick was just gracious enough and knowledgeable enough to join me today on today's episode because she knows a lot about these this topic as well. So um, again, today's episode has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity. If you want to feel control in control of your life, uh, even when you've been hit by the life bus, go and check them out. They're offering you clarity sessions for ninety seven dollars. Uh, if you use the coupon code CLARITY1, go and check that link in the description. If you'd like to reach out to myself or Mick, please do so. Our, our links are in the description of this episode. Uh, like, follow, and share the show. Obviously, the more the merrier. Get involved. Say hi. We have Francine saying hi to me to Mick. So uh, you can comment and engage. Uh, I've got the chat up. So if you want to chat, we're more than welcome to, to come in here and get involved and let's get talking. Mick, would you like to introduce yourself? This is your second time on the show, but introduce yourself again. Hi, thanks for having me again. I'm very excited for this topic. I'm Mick Clarity. I am owner of Holistics Personal Training. So I'm a registered personal trainer and mental health coach, and I specialize in spiritual professional women. And I'm not opposed to teaching outside that box, but that's just where I thrive the most. I'm a mother, a cat mom, and a very spiritual soul. So we, me and Melissa have connected, uh, what was it, three or four months ago to chat about addictions. And now we are here to talk about more of the toxic mentality and positivity and where the fine line between actually feeling good and not and more pressured feeling good. So I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. So thanks again for having me. Absolutely. So I'm going to just jump right in. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode. So the other day we did an episode on manifestation. So if anybody's watching or if you're catching this show brand new, if you're a new viewer, this is episode 107 already of the show. So I'm that's super exciting right there. So we've got a lot of episodes for you to watch, but we did manifestation the other day and I had a realization while we were doing the episode. And the realization for me was that manifestation can be a cop-out. Now I'm not saying it is, I'm saying it can be. So I'm going to disclaim everything that I say today and say, number one, it's my own opinion. Number two, I don't expect anybody to change their beliefs about the topics that we're talking about. Number three, this isn't like a one size fits all. I don't believe that anything is a one size fits all. What I'm saying or what I'll be talking about today works for me. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, great. I know that Mick and I have opposing views on a couple of things that we're going to be talking about today. And I welcome that because we are all individual thinkers. And so, like I said, when, it, when I realized that manifestation is a cop-out for me or can be a cop-out is when we talk about when we're trying to do manifestation, law of attraction, when we're awakening spiritually, right? Because uh, both you and I are, are spiritually connected, right? Um, I'm a spiritual teacher. You're, you know, holistic, right? So you do a lot of spirituality in, in your business as well. And I find that there are certain practices and teachings that are being taught without the disclaimers, without the, hey, you know, if you get too involved in this, or if you focus too much on this, it can cause this issue. Um, and I'm also, also always about making people aware of the different things that can happen. So manifestation, one of the things that can happen with manifestation for me, not for me particularly, but what I've noticed is that when people try to manifest something, right? It's like, oh, I really want to, and let's talk about weight loss. I'm 60 pounds overweight, at least. <laughs> We're not going to go really too much into detail on that one. But I could say, you know, I really want to lose weight. And if I just leave it at that, if I say, okay, universe, I really want to lose weight, help me do this. And then I leave it at that. And I don't do anything about it. And I don't make any changes to what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, my, you know, uh, exercise level, even just everyday physical activity. If I don't do any of that work and I don't lose weight 
am I going to hold myself accountable for that? Or am I going to hold the universe accountable for that? Because manifestation, in some cases, people are teaching manifestation that you just put it out to the universe and that's it. You don't have to think about it again. You don't have to do any of the work. The universe is there to provide for you, but there's not that give and take, right? And that's one of the things we talked about in the manifestation. So for me, there is the possibility that it could be used as a cop-out to avoid accountability. What are your thoughts, Mick? So for me, I totally agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I totally agree on the part where you have to take the steps. It's not just putting something out there and then doing something. Like that's, that's you're talking about weight loss. Let's put that. Um, I'm a personal trainer, so it kind of fits into everything yep. that I know, teach, and practice on my own. So I've been up and down on weight, especially after my kid. I gained probably about 60 pounds and I lost it. And then I went back up because I wasn't being as consistent. But I didn't just put it out there. I'm going to lose weight. Help me lose weight. And then not change my lifestyle. There was many lifestyle changes I had to adapt. Being more active, eating less crap, to be honest, and more vegetables. But then I found, that's another topic. I was going to go off on a little part there. <laughs> um, but for... For something like that, you do have to definitely take the steps for, for most things, like any examples like that, you need to believe in it, okay? You gotta believe in it and follow your intuition. The more your intuition gets stronger, the more you're guided to which steps to take. So if it's something like weight loss, like there's all these different methods, all these different fad diets, I do not suggest any of those. <laughs> um, but just like simply, simply like follow your intuition. So if you're serious in a weight loss goal, and you wake up on a Monday morning and you're like, okay, today's the day, let's do this. And then you're going on your way home from work and you're thinking, okay, what is gonna help me? Oh, I'm hungry, there's, there's some important, should I grab six donuts to bring home for the family? Or should I just wait to get home and maybe something a little healthier, like cutting up an apple, frying it and making like some apple crisp thing. You know, what I mean? there's all these different options and you gotta follow your intuition. And the stronger your intuition gets, the stronger your guidance will be to find these right choices that will help you align with the manifestation. So it's not this pretty word of just magically changing and the universe got your back. Don't get me wrong. If you believe in yourself, the universe does have your back, but you need to take those, those steps to get there, or you could get into the disappointment, which I'm sure we're going to talk about on yeah. just the, what did you call it? Toxic positivity. It is such a, broad but specific word like it's a very good way to explain it is that something you wanted to dive into now is that not yet so let's we'll we'll, we'll flip between the the few that we're going to talk about but so when it comes back to um you know toxic manifestation and toxic mentality right I think what what I want to try to do with this episode is just really help people understand like what could happen right and what you know, how to know when that's actually happening and how to change it, right? Because obviously I don't want to go around and Mick and I were talking about this last night. I don't want to go around bashing manifestation, law of attraction, spirituality, positivity, all of that, because they're very valuable tools for your mental health. It's knowing how to maneuver through them, right? It's knowing how to use them that works for you. So I love that you mentioned intuition, because when we know who we are, when we know what works best for us, I get talking about weight loss. I get messages constantly about intermittent fasting, about dieting, about keto, all of that. I'm going to tell you right now, keto would kill me. Um, I go hypoglycemic. I'm not diabetic. I have a, a type one diabetic daughter. So I know all about diabetes type one and two. And, but I, I have a tendency to go hypoglycemic if I don't eat every five hours. Now, when I get to a point where I'm feeling low and my body is reacting in a hypoglycemic way, I have to do something about it. I, and most of the time that ends up being a carb. So I need the protein and the carbs, right? And so bread, um, chocolate, and, but I drink Pepsi. So you'd think if I need a sugar boost, I'll just have a sip of Pepsi, but that doesn't work for me, right? Intermittent fasting is the same thing. If I tried that, not knowing my own body and knowing my own intuition, if I tried intermittent fasting, I would be on death's door because it makes me violently ill when I don't eat every five hours while I'm awake. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
the same thing kind of goes with, with all the things that we're talking about today. So toxic manifestation, right? You have to be putting in the work. Now I'm not saying it has to be hard work. It doesn't, you just have to be doing, whether it's doing research, whether it's, you know, thinking about it, doing your vision board and actually feeling empowered to do it. When you feel empowered to do it, you make choices that are going to help with it. You make, you know, you take action and your words, we're going to be doing the power of words tomorrow, right? When you are feeling into it, the universe does want to provide these things to you, but one, you have to be open and two, you have to take accountability and say, Hey, I got this. I'm going to take these steps manifestation for me and the toxic part about it for me is that lack of accountability we have to be accountable for what our reality is that's not the universe creating our reality it's us right we get to decide so jumping into a law of attraction because i know that's one that uh that you and i had a little bit of different views on um <laughs> i love law of attraction i think it is absolutely amazing i i don't discredit it at all but again, just being aware of what could happen with it, right? Um, for me, the toxic mentality of law of attraction is when you have somebody who's trying to make changes and they're living in a very toxic mentality already, like a very negative headspace, addiction, um, abuse, trauma, depression. If you give somebody law of attraction and say, oh, hey, you know, even even the positivity movement will we'll kind of do both for for this specific part. But if you have somebody that you're like, well, you can't say that or you can't think that or you can't have negativity. If I turned around and say, I'm never going to lose the weight. You know, that's where law of attraction comes in. You probably shouldn't be saying that because you're putting a lot of self-doubt on yourself. Right. You're putting that intention in your head. But if you turn around and say, you know what, I'm not ready to lose the weight yet, but I'm going to get myself there, that's law of attraction, right? You can still point out that you're not good at something, that maybe you need work, <laughs> maybe you need to do some work, whatever that looks like, and focus on, hey, right now, I might not be the greatest at this, but I'm going to get there, right? Yeah, you mentioned feeling, and I wanted to touch base upon that and how feelings and frequencies and energies, like everything in this world is energy. It goes down to science and physics and all the technical terms of these things. But if you think about it, everything's energy. Like, do you remember in science class, probably grade seven or maybe even earlier, like the seat we're sitting on isn't actually hard. It's constant little molecules running around or moving around and stuff. Don't get on me if you're a science teacher here, <laughs> I'm not, but um, everything is an energy. So there's a point where you actually have to feel good and you have to feel like you're already there in a way. And once you get into that feeling, then you're going to start attracting the people, the situations, the things, the places, the routes, the ways to walk down the forest. Those are going to come to you naturally because you're feeling it. Now, where I completely agree with you and there's kind of like a top line where it turns into the toxic positivity, excuse my wording, posit toxic positivity is where people assume that people are just always feeling good. Like I've been told that from people, why are you always so positive? Well, I'm not. That's just the side that I express. And when I talk to you or you're calling me and I'm trying to uplift you, I'm sure feeling positive then, you know, like uplifting those spirits. But if you're forcing a positive feeling, it's a force. It's, it's, you're going to resist. You're going to feel resistance. It's not real. It's not authentic. You're creating a fake positive, you know, um, I can't think of a proper name there. Bullcrap. It's a bullcrap feeling. I don't know. Um, it's inauthentic. It is. And that's going to push you farther. Cause if you're feeling like, for example, um, let's stick with the weight loss example. Let's say, you know, I want to feel fit. I want to feel fit. I want to feel fit. But if you truly don't feel fit, then you're not going to find those steps and you're not going to have that motivation. Exactly what you're saying. It's not the time right now, but when it is the time people are going to start feeling that energy of, okay, now it's time. And you're going to almost wake up spiritually in a way in that sense. So there's a line between actually feeling good, actually feeling that authentic pull towards what you want and forcing it, especially, you know, on social media and things like that these days is that 
false advertisement of positivity. It's not always positivity. Like a huge part of healing and getting there is for me was crying and getting angry and just releasing these negative emotions that I carried in different body parts that I didn't realize. And then once I released it, it's like, oh, I could heal that part. And now I feel that much more in line with where I'm going and where I want to be. So I think that's a really good separation. So that's, that's one of the ways where I would say, I think a little bit differently about that. Um, so Brenda commented and said, I agree. You have to feel like you're already there at your goal. Visualize it's already happening. Now that's a good tool, right? That's a good technique, but I find that for me, so I'm, I'm all about mindset and emotions, right? Like my main, my main business is I'm a, a mindset, everything mindset, identity and mindset. And I find when it comes to something along those lines, so let's talk, let's continue with the weight loss, right? Cause that seems to work for both of us. Um, if I want to lose 60 pounds, right? I can't say I, I'm not going to visualize or I, I might visualize myself there. I might feel like I'm already there and feel powerful and confident. But if I set a goal and say, okay, I'm going to lose 60 pounds, I'm going to be happy when I lose 60 pounds, right? The I'm going to be happy when. Mm -hmm. That's a toxic mentality right there. I agree. Because, right, so visualizing it and feeling it is great as long as you're not sticking there, right? I find you become more empowered more powerful, more confident, more self-loving when you love yourself where you're at first, right? It's that journey. If you love yourself and you think about, okay, I have to do this. I'm not great at working out. I sweat. I cry. I'm exhausted. I want to die when I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then, but at the same time, you're like, but this is for something good. This is, I, I feel good because I'm actually making that choice. I'm actually doing the thing you start to find that self-love in the journey, right? Not the end goal, but the journey to get there because the end goal changes. Depending on how the journey goes, the end goal changes. You might lose 40 pounds and be like, you know, I'm really happy with this. And you don't blame yourself or shame yourself or guilt for not reaching that extra 20 pounds, whatever that looks like, right? Sometimes you plateau and you're, you're okay with that plateau. And I think that, that is what comes down to, you know, knowing who you are and right. Like you said, intuition, right? Where am I happy? I am over 200 pounds right now. And that's why I said weight loss works for both of us. And you know what I do? I like the way my stomach looks. Absolutely not. Do I like my little double chin? No, but I don't have to like those things. Um, you look at everything. I look at my kids. I love my children unconditionally love my children but I do not like their behavior all the time I can agree right? with that. <laughs> so we're not supposed to love ourselves all the time like we're supposed to love ourselves unconditionally all the time but that doesn't mean we have to like everything about ourselves that's what teaches us to learn and grow right if I don't like the fact that I'm 60 pounds well, I need to learn to motivate myself to cut out the Pepsi cut out the chips cut out the you know junk food at midnight whatever that looks like and actually be active and it's loving yourself in that process right so for me going back to law of attraction pretty quickly is that when I say, okay, I'm, you know what, I'm, I need to lose 30 pounds, right? If I say, again, if I say I'm never going to lose it, that's, that's a, that's a shitty mentality, right? That's a toxic mentality right there. You're putting a lot of, a lot more shame on yourself, a lot more guilt on yourself, but toxic um, law of attraction there's another side to that, right? So with manifestation, we see that there's no accountability right? Uh, if you put it out there and you don't take the steps, the toxic manifestation is a lack of accountability. The toxic law of attraction is shame and guilt, right? It's almost too much accountability. There are, again, if you law of attraction and say, I'm going to reach this goal, I'm going to be a millionaire, um, law of attraction, I am a millionaire by the end of 2022, whatever that looks like, right? 
if you don't make that and say you're somebody who is struggling already and that's your goal you set yourself this goal this law of attraction goal that i'm going to be this way right and then all of a sudden you don't make that goal and there's even more guilt even more shame even more ridicule for somebody who's already dealing with that. And that's what I meant about the toxic law of attraction, right? Is you're, you're all, we already put a lot of negative self-talk on ourselves. We already do it, right? We don't need more of it. So how, what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll get into how to change that because that's the purpose, right? Is how do we change that? I have a couple things that came up to mind, but I'll save it for that section. So what I feel on that is that if you have never, for the million dollar example, we are August, so we're more than halfway through the year. If you've never made a million dollars in five months and you don't believe it, it's just not going to happen. But let's say you're a multimillionaire already, right? And you're already at that stage. So it depends on where you are and what you believe in. Realistic. So things like that. Sorry, was that realistic? So yeah. Realistic, right? Being real with yourself. And believing that it can happen in a realistic way. Like, um, I do want to touch upon smart goals. That's a huge way, good way to, have you heard of those? It's a no, really but I'd love to hear more. That goal. sounds awesome. That, that yeah. goes hand in hand with it, right? It does. It's, it's something that I teach in a lot of my, um, in what I do. And it, I, even before, when I was an addictions counselor with all the women I work with then, all the women I work with now, it's just a really good framework. So do you want me to say that now? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So SMART, I'm going to do this off by hand. So SMART is an acronym. Ooh. So S, specific. M is measurable. A, attainable. T, R, I can't even spell, spell SMART. R, realistic. And T is timely. So S, specific. So something specific. So should we do money or weight loss? Let's, Let's do, do weight, weight loss because that's what yeah. we've been going for. Yeah. Okay. So you say, can, can we use the 60 pounds as an example? Okay. So specific. I want to lose 60 pounds. Now, specifically, that's a specific number, but there's a difference between weight loss and fat loss because in the end, muscle does weigh more than fat and it can get very misleading as well. So like what you were saying, if you get to that 40 pounds and you feel absolutely fantastic, then stay at that you know 40 pound weight loss instead of pushing yourself for that last 20 pounds. So specific is something very specific. You get that goal in your mind. You kind of play with the visualizing too on where, how you'll do it, where it'll come from, stuff like that. S specific, M measurable. So something measurable, 60 pounds, that's measurable. Use a scale. Now, I don't personally like the scale. I'm going to touch about, about this. There's different ways. There's tape measure around your slimmest part of your waist. That is one of my favorites. Progress pictures using the same clothing in the same every day. The best to do these in the morning because you're on a uh, empty stomach, you know, use the bathroom, all that stuff like that. And what was the other one? How clothes feel. How your clothing feels. Favorite pair of jeans or even a pair of jeans that you haven't worn because they don't feel good use those around home see how they feel see how they fit notice the changes in that body composition and then we're at a so attainable is it attainable have you had 60 have you been 60 pounds less in your adult life is it something where you know let's say somebody who is let's say 130 pounds wants to lose 60 pounds well i don't really think that's a very proper goal like that seems a little bit too low um so attainable, yes, attainable. R is realistic or relevant. There's two different ones. So relevant, you got to think on your why here, okay? So why do you want to lose this weight? If it's somebody pressuring you, like let's say just negative outside chatter of people like, oh, you, you don't look as good, all these negative outside chatter, that is not a good reason to do this. You have to be inside wanting to do it, your why. Really look on why you want to lose it to feel better to run around with your kids more those are all great examples to even look look a little better is a great example too because you look a little better and you feel a little better right and then t is timely so that one is how long do you give yourself to achieve this goal um as a personal trainer what i do suggest and what i was taught is a healthy weight gain or loss depending on what your goals are in this case weight loss one to two pounds per week so if you see those things, lose 30 pounds in a week on this special tea diet, like that's honestly crap. And you're just going to go through it. You're going to harm your body going through that. And then you're going to gain it back at the end, if not more. It's just proven. So one to two pounds per week. So that's about 
60 pounds, let's say two pounds per week, that's 30 weeks. So if you give yourself 30 weeks to lose that, that is a safe, attainable way to get there. And that's the SMART goal. So just to recap, acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant or realistic and timely. And that, that framework works for any single goal. And it's a really good way to break it down and see what your why, reevaluate, and it's a healthy mindset tool. So anyone feel free to use that. I love that. Thank you. I, really I didn't create it. I, I can't take ownership. It's just a tool in the in the field. So absolutely. Um so I absolutely love that. I think that's an amazing framework, right? Or, or even toolbox, right? And I, I love the toolbox. I'm always giving people toolbox tips because it's, it's realistic, not to use that word too much, but it is realistic, right? We want, we think we want something, but the why is so important, right? Yes. The why is absolutely important. It's, it matters to understand your why. There are, you know, what do you want? Is it because other people want it? We spend 90% of our lives worrying about what other people want, need, think, or feel. And we should be spending that worrying about what we want, need, think, and feel. 100%. And so again, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but, but definitely we do. Um, so toxic law of attraction is when you're putting too much pressure on yourself. That's, that's where I'm going with toxic law of attraction is putting too much pressure, shame, guilt, all of that on yourself when you don't need any more of that law of attraction isn't to, you know, I have to do this, it has to be this way, give yourself some grace. If you set a goal or set an intention, and you start thinking positive for yourself, and you start saying, hey, you know, like, in six months, I'm going to lose 60 pounds. And, you know, if, give yourself some grace. If you lose 10, 20, 30 pounds, good. Mm -hmm. Right. And excuse me, anything is better than nothing. And I think that's what, that's what I want to focus on. That's, that's what I wanted to bring to attention is that when you have people who are already filled with negative self-talk, negative toxic beliefs, negative mindset and emotions, law of attraction doesn't always help and it becomes a crutch. That's what I don't want for these practices. I love law of attraction, manifestation, spirituality, all of it, but I don't want them to be crutches that people need, use, or abuse when they're not being authentic to themselves. And, and that's really the key to that. Spirituality. Um, toxic spirituality is one I absolutely love. I did an entire series on my other podcast on busting spiritual myths and misconceptions. Um, it, I'm going to use manifest, not manifestation, uh, meditation as an example. Um, spirituality is very much individualistic. It is not one size fits all. It's not one belief over another. It's very individualistic. Now, meditation, it's something that's taught and that this is like my whole process for today's episode. Meditation is taught that it's to clear your mind. Meditation is not actually to clear your mind. Meditation is to calm your emotions and calm your body so that you can logically process as things come to you, right? If you are a medium, look at the monks, right? They're not sitting there not thinking. It is impossible to just sit there and not think. You are either thinking of your breathing, you're thinking of the weather, you're thinking of, you know, all the lights that are flashing behind your eyes. If you're medium, you're thinking of all the people who are like, oh, they're calm now. I'm going to come and talk to them. Whatever that looks like, meditation is not for that purpose. Now, meditation has side effects where things can happen while you're meditating. And that, that's my purpose for this episode is all of these things are being taught one way and nobody's telling you about the things that could happen with them. And you look at labels on cigarettes, labels on alcohol, labels on food that are saying may contain nuts, caution, don't do this, don't do that. These practices and techniques should have the same thing where they're saying, okay, meditation, if you have somebody who's filled with panic and anxiety, somebody who has very high, high vibrational, high emotions, um, nervous, um, not, not, in, not knowing who they are, 
if you give them meditation as a tool and technique, and I've actually had this happen to one of my friends, she didn't learn it from me, but she learned it from somebody else. She started shaking and it turned her off of meditation for life because she didn't realize that when you meditate, it's a deep state of relaxation. Meditation is another version of hypnosis. It is a deep state of relaxation. You're relaxing your body, relaxing your mind, um, or not a deep state. It's a mild state of, of hypnosis. My apologies. I'm thinking of past life regression, which I do, which is a deep one. Um, and you can shake. You can feel like you're having an out-of-body experience. You can rock back and forth. Your body does different things and your mind does different things when you have a chance to calm and just be, right? So having those disclaimers of, hey, this can happen, it's totally fine. You're always in control, right? So spirituality, meditation, manifestation, law of attraction, toxic positivity, you are always in control, but know the difference of what's toxic and what's not toxic. Um, so spirituality. I know a ton of people, and I've experienced it firsthand. I've witnessed it firsthand. Um, it's all over the internet, spiritual groups, you name it, where you awaken spiritually and somebody will take spirituality, pick and choose what they like from it, which is what you're supposed to do. But then their word is law and you have to follow their word and you have to follow their practice and you have to you have to label yourself and label everything that you do. And, and you can only do this one way. Um, and that's spiritual bypassing. So, and then they feel, what's the word I'm looking for? I find some people when they get into spirituality and they're not confident in who they are, they get like a, a spiritual confidence and it's almost a, for lack of a better terminology, a holier than thou attitude. Um, and spirituality is unconditional love. Spirituality is unconditional acceptance and knowing that everybody is interconnected and everybody is a spirit living a human experience. Spirituality is a higher conscious awareness. And some people take that into a toxic mindset. Well, okay. So meditation, I agree with the, like I teach meditation in my inner work classes um, and I've had people say, well, like it'd be the first time and they're just worried. Like, well, what if I can't shut my brain off? What, how do I turn my thoughts off? It's like, it's not about that. It's like kind of like, um, with like a leaf on water or a wave. Like that's two different ways you can kind of process either emotions or thoughts. So let's say like, here's, here's a thought and like, here's the waves, right? So you just, you put that thought on that wave and while it's coming in, you acknowledge it. I'm closing my eyes. I'm like imagining I'm meditating, but you, you just, it comes and you acknowledge it. You don't push it away because if you push it away, you're in that resistance, right? You don't want to repel that resistance. You notice it and it's just like if you're thinking about supper or what you're going to do tomorrow, you notice it. Okay, that's kind of not what we're doing right now, but I acknowledge you. I see you. I feel you. And then it just passes. And then the next one will come up and it's like, okay. And then sometimes with my personal experience with meditation, like I practice different ways. Like some I'm very... <clears throat> not connected to but very drawn to and they work and others I found they haven't worked at all so it depends on what sort of tools and the teacher and the voice and you know even man or woman voice like I can I feel closer to some it's just the tone of voice different things like that but I find I when I need clarity on something or reassurance I almost that's a way to connect to the higher power now whatever you want to call that whatever beliefs anybody thinks it's totally okay um, spirituality is a very open-minded, I feel it's a, it's a realm. It's like a umbrella. Like there's not just one way, right? Anyway, you want to see it. Sometimes I've been in a very good meditation or I actually have done hypnosis as well, which has been mind altering in a very good way. Um, but I can almost access these thoughts and it's not like voices inside your head or anything like that. It's these thoughts from your higher power that almost get not channeled, but sent to you. And it's like, okay, that is what I needed clarity on, or that is like, um, for a personal example, I'm reevaluating my programming and everything, and I'm having a difficulty on the name. So what I'm going to do is when I have some time to my own self without pets or kids or other things, like right now, 
um, is to just kind of meditate on that and go with the intention of getting a clear name. And I know it's going to work because I believe in it and I feel that I've done it before, things like that. Um, so you're talking about meditation and there's something else I wanted to speak on, spirituality. No, it left me. It left me. I guess it wasn't meant to be said, <laughs> but it was about the uh, how spirituality is open and it's not just one way of doing it. That's kind of like I wasn't raised, this is a personal thing, but I was never raised on a certain religion. I was never relate, raised on anything specific. My parents were, you find your own way. And I really respect that now as an adult because I didn't grow up with anybody telling me how to feel in those ways. And as I've gone through, you know, even sobriety and uh, spirituality and just my own ways, I found things that work from different toolboxes, right? From different ways. And I, I like that. So I keep it and I take it with me and I, express it and I share it and you know that doesn't really work so I kind of just don't do that one again and it's all about learning yourself and learning what feels good learning what feels right um and then just to recap of if you are like for manifestation and for the law of attraction and the spirituality all ties into one if you are you know beating yourself up because you're not hating those goals exactly or it's not working how you imagined it it's a blockage that the resistance and the all the less than good feelings you feel when those things come up they're all okay they're all valid but if you live there and you express that and you put that out there it's literally repelling and pushing all your dreams away everything all your goals everything like that so it's like a double whammy you're feeling unwell inside your spirit and your emotions because you're concentrating on what's not working compared to the bit that has and it's also at the same time those feelings are, if you stick onto them, like I said, the wave, that's totally okay. That's, that's a really good way to do it. Um, but you're, at the same time, you're repelling the dreams as well. So it, to get stuck into those, those mindsets, it's, it's hard to get out of. Like, I know how it is. Like before this Nick, she was a completely different, you know, there's a whole person behind me of who I've healed. And it took the self-love and loving yourself at every stage, even if everything's not perfect, but being able to look in that mirror and just looking at yourself and just saying like, I love you. You are me. I am you. Like just admitting and sharing that with yourself. Some people are probably thinking like, they may be thinking really what, but it is an amazing tool just to be able to, you know, this is going to sound weird, but I've Growing up, I didn't like feet. I did not like my feet. I had nothing to do with them. They're dirty. They're on the ground, but with yoga practice, there's this yoga instructor on YouTube I really like. And one of her things is that you actually put your fingers between your toes and you give yourself a foot massage. And that act alone has shown me how to love myself more and get over that fear of feet that I had growing up because it's a part of me. And then I've been able to be like, you know what? I love every part, even if I don't like every part, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Brenda says, uh, how do you get out of the toxic talk, beating yourself up? Uh, she likes your smart um, tool and it's doable for everybody. Absolutely. Sorry, Brenda, I wasn't ignoring you. Um, I was waiting until this part of the episode because this is when we're really going to get into uh, my favorite topic, which is toxic positivity and how you can start getting out of a toxic mentality. Um, so first things first, toxic positivity. Um, when I first started coaching six years ago, uh, I called myself a positivity coach. And mm -hmm. in that I would point out all the negativity. And this is going towards what you would say. I would point out all the negativity that one, it's okay to feel negative thoughts. It's okay to feel negative feelings. It's okay to say negative things. Those are things that are coming up for a reason. And that reason is there's a lesson. So if you have toxic positivity or the positivity movement that it is now, um, people will tell you, just be positive, just think positive, just do positive things, just remove all negativity from your life. And you can tell, I really hate that by the way I'm talking. Um, that is one of those things that I can absolutely say I hate. Uh, and I don't say that about very many things, but that is one thing I absolutely cannot stand is that toxic positivity. We are not meant to be positive all the time. And I like how you talked about the leaf 
The thing is with that leaf, that leaf has to stop for a minute. And whether it swirls into place for a minute, when we have negative thoughts or negative self-talk or negative beliefs or emotions or whatever it is that comes up that we deem negative, there is a lesson in there. There's a lesson for change. If you lived a, a specifically positive life, nothing ever bothered you, nobody ever, you know, triggered you, nothing like that, you wouldn't learn how to grow, how to change, how to be more respectful of yourself and love yourself, right? Um, toxic positivity. When, let's say we're online, right? And Mick and I meet online. Now, if I said something that you found negative, right? Which technically we had yesterday, <laughs> but the law of attraction, Mick was a little bit triggered by my law of attraction analogy for a moment. Um, but instead of cutting me off completely and just cutting me out, that's what toxic positivity does, right? How many people, instead of acknowledging the fact that you're triggered, right? Your trigger was your own because you felt I was challenging your belief, right? By my belief, that's what happens in life, right? When we have, if somebody says something to me and it, I'm going to use my daughter as an example. So I apologize for jumping all over the place. My daughter came home one day and she was super pissed. <laughs> she's, she just turned 13. So that's not uncommon. Um, super pissed. And she's like, mom, I'm mad. And I said, okay, well, why are you mad? She goes, one of my classmates told me that um, police don't save people. Our police don't save lives. Okay. And I said, okay, can you elaborate further? Like, what's this conversation about? And she goes, well, he said that paramedics save lives, but police don't. And they, they had a rip-roaring argument about it. Like, each one of them was livid with the other. And I said, okay, three things are happening here. Number one, neither one of you are seeing that you're both right. Police do save lives. That's their, their, to serve and protect. Medically, paramedics save lives. Police do too, though. They do have some training, first response training, right? But she was so angry with him. And I said, well, why are you so angry, though? Like, you're both right. Why are you arguing? What ended up happening is, number one, her belief was challenged. So mm -hmm. she argued because she was triggered because his belief was different than hers and it made her question her belief. That's the number one version of arguments. Number two is she felt because her belief was triggered, she felt the need to fight to change his belief. Mm. That's what society has taught us to do when in reality, we shouldn't be doing that at all. You and I had different beliefs. Now, all I ask when I have a different belief than somebody, I don't expect you to change your belief, but I want to explain why I believe that. Whether that changes your mind or not, that's irrelevant. It's, this is why I feel that way. Now, if you can see my perspective, even if it doesn't change, we need to see other perspectives. Toxic positivity doesn't allow us to see other perspectives. If you have two identical people who are, let's say twin brothers, Identical twin brothers who are raised in an abusive alcoholic family. One brother becomes abusive and alcoholic. The other one doesn't touch alcohol and never hits a person in his life. Mm -hmm. Exact same situations, different perspectives, right? I can have a conversation with Mick about law of attraction without any anger, without any aggression. If I'm triggered, okay, I'm triggered, but that's not on you. That's on me because my beliefs are telling me that, mm -hmm. right? And toxic positivity, the teaching of toxic positivity is not even to engage with anybody who triggers you. One, that stunts your growth. Two, that makes you, I'm sorry to say, for some people that makes you a horrible person who doesn't, who, who, the perception is that you don't care about anybody else's opinions or feelings as if they, if they don't agree with you, right? We become sheeple under toxic positivity. I hate, sorry. I, I hate the positivity movement with a passion. It is like, mm -mm. let me show you something here. It is coming in my mind. Hopefully this works here. 
Okay. Okay, so my pens, yeah, you can see that. So what number is that? Six. But nine. So if I'm looking at it this way, I could argue somebody till I'm red in the face, that's a six. That's what I see. Mm -hmm. Then somebody could be standing on the other side seeing that and they're like, no, it's a nine. Yep. But they're both right. It's just how you're looking at the situation. And that is a really good visual representation of exactly what you said. And you can either A, be like, hey, man, just come on over here. Like, let's step around the box and look at what number that is. Or you could just fight about it. And yep. either way. Or even say, hey, the way you're looking at it, it's a six. The way I'm looking at it is a nine. Nothing wrong with that. We're both right. And that's the thing. Yeah. They're, the, we're, we're not wrong. And that's what people fight about, right? And toxic positivity tells us that if they don't agree with us, they're wrong, right? And that's, that's where that comes in. Now, we are guaranteed three things in life, death, taxes, and negativity. Those are our three guarantees. Nothing else in life is guaranteed, nothing. Well, taxes, depending on your age, but I think you still pay taxes regardless. But yeah, when you buy stuff, you pay taxes. So even if somebody buys stuff for you, you're still experiencing taxes. But regardless of that, taxes, death, and, and negativity. Those are the three things that every single one of us are guaranteed to experience. And negativity has a purpose, just like everything else. You think of night and day. Let's say daylight is positivity, nighttime is negativity. You need both. Absolutely. You can't have regrowth without destruction. Wildfires, they're terrible. They're devastating. Mother Nature has the most crazy cat cat catastrophic events. But out of that comes rejuvenation, rebirth, regrowth, um, learning, right? We wouldn't know that things need to change if we didn't experience those things, right? That's negativity. So toxic positivity is saying no negativity, meditation, right? And, and we're talking about the leaf floating, right? Our negative emotions, our negative feelings have a purpose. So if they're floating in, we can either sit with them for a minute and say, I, I acknowledge you, and try to figure out what it's trying to tell you. If you can't, that's where somebody like me comes in. But, but have them come in. What are they trying to tell you? Learn the lesson from that emotion. And then it changes. Absolutely. Right? As long as you learn. Yeah. Learning is the most important part. Absolutely, Brenda. It is shareable. Uh, you can share it here or you can share it um, from the website. It'll be up on the website this evening. I know. Hmm? I wonder if that's the Brenda. I know you keep saying Brenda. Brenda track. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's mine or yours. I don't know. Right now. Hello, Brenda. <laughs> Thank you for watching. But she's got to run. So she was asking if it was shareable. Absolutely. And then thank you. Um, so yes. Um, when it comes to toxic mindset, we, we tend to get stuck, right? And I think, again, I, I, I like to reiterate the fact of why I'm doing this episode. It isn't because I want to bash these things. That's the furthest thing from my mind. It's because I want you to have a conscious awareness that these things have the potential to cause toxic mentality. They have the potential to do more harm than good if you don't understand what can happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I, my whole everything, I, I run and own six businesses. Mick has a few <laughs> that are in progress. And our purpose isn't to bash. It's to, you know, help you grow, help you learn, help you be happy and create a life that has your self-expression that has, you know, an ebb and flow that is good for you to help you connect to your intuition, to help you connect to a healthy physical body and mental body and, and everything that goes with that. And so giving you those tools 
toxic mentality is number one staying in that mentality for for long periods of time that's why the ebb and flow find out what the purpose is and then it changes right when you change the purpose of a negative thought emotion or belief it changes the perspective perception you have on it so that it's no longer a negative yeah there was a story a quick little personal story um that She's one of my good friends. We'll name her T, okay? Hey, T, I'm going to get her to watch this after. And if I didn't bring it up during this, I would have been kind of regretting not doing it. So T and I have been friends for quite some time, and we've been on our own journeys. But we're both on the uphill. So we've been really, really dark together, but we're both on our own up journeys. And I remember when I first started my journey um, in getting rid of all the like toxic substances, like I'm not gonna hide, I used to do drugs and drink and you know, party a lot. So when I was first getting rid of all that outer substance of toxic stuff, we'll call it for whatever reason that came up. So when I was getting rid of that and I was learning my own self and who I was without that lifestyle again, I will admit that I was more than likely toxic positivity mindset. And that's because nobody had talked about it before it was like okay so all these people on social media i think at that time maybe i was off social media regardless nobody really said there's a difference between actually being positive and happy and enjoying life with the downs as well and just living a completely happy go lucky life and to me they look the same like i did not have that divider and i remember one time t came to me and with a problem that she was going through and i gave her advice and there was something about like you know like I don't remember, this was years ago, but it was something along the lines of like, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to get on the other side. Like it was, I felt at the time was a very uplifting message that my friend needed, but she, I wouldn't want to say challenge that thought, but she put a different idea in my head. Like, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And I was like, you know what? That's true. So I was under the impression she was coming to me to get some sort of uplifting feedback. But that was, a, that was a lack of communication on both of our ends. Um, but I really learned a lot about myself in that moment when I was thinking that I was helping her. I was actually masking her, not negative, but less than happy, her sad, her sad emotions. And I was trying to mask them for her. And I sat with that for a solid couple of days in the best way possible of like, you know what, she's right. It's okay not to be okay as long as you don't live there. But I was in the mindset of I had to pull her out but now I realize that's not my job. Like I can open that door. I can show it to you. Like it is here. You can choose. It's okay to stay where you are until you, you know, the door is not locking. You're welcome to come after you heal yourself and after you learn that lesson. And yeah, thank you. Shout out to T for that. But it was a very mind opening. And after that, it was a very mind opening. I don't even know what I was going to finish that sentence with. And I went to the next one, but mind opening moments. And I took that with me and it just felt like it was a very good story to add into this because I am where I am now with lots of work, lots of inner work, lots of outer work, all this, blah, 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 blah. All these different sources I've pulled from in the most brilliant way ever. Brilliant feeling. Anyways, um, I wasn't always this self-aware. There was times where I thought I was outputting. And then give me five years, I'm going to be looking back at this call and I'll be like, wow, like I, I didn't know as much as I do now. We're always a growth in process. We're always learning. We're all teachers. We're all students in every interaction we have, right? Like, and she just really opened my mind to, I guess that was the first time that I was like, wow, maybe looking back, I would call that toxic positivity that I was feeding her that she wasn't hungry for that. And she didn't need that. She needed a process. And so I learned a lot from that as well. And hopefully somebody learned that from this story as well. I love that. And it's absolutely hundred thousand percent true is it is okay not to be okay. Wherever it is for any of you watching, catching the replay, it is okay to be wherever it is that you're at. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to jump out of that hole. You don't need to jump out of that feeling. You don't need to do anything for anybody else. You will find change when you're ready and you take those steps. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it to drink. And the same goes for us. You can teach, you can preach, you can share, you can support. But until that person is ready, willing, and able to take the steps for themselves, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's okay to be where you're at. 
And I, I can't agree with you more on that one because it's a hundred percent valid. Um, one of the first things I do, and maybe we'll, we'll close to end off with this is, um, the first thing I do with all of my clients is take a selfie or look at yourself in the mirror. And I want you to think of all the things you're saying about that person, all of the things you think about that person and ask yourself if you would say those things to your best friend, Mm -hmm. to your child, to your parent, and understand that, you know, we're our worst enemy and toxic positivity, toxic mentality, it keeps us stuck. So um, check, check yourself in the mirror and say, who am I, right? Who am I? What do I love? What do I not love? What's, what's not working for me? What is working for me? Um, and, and start there. Um, I am so proud of your progress. And you talked about five years from now watching this episode. Um, when we did our episode in May, since then, you have done amazing things. You've been on our local TV network, which was amazing. Um, and just on the up and up, you are absolutely on the uphill. And you know what? We're all on that traje- trajectory as long as we're willing to see it, as long as we're willing to put in that work and putting in that effort and love ourselves through the journey, because that's what really it is, is loving yourself no matter where you're at. You might don't have to like it. <laughs> but love it See, and feeling your emotions you said that and I'm so proud of me inside so I actually got teary I don't know if you can see that but I'm feeling it out I'm not holding it back like it's real it's there um and it's just seeing it yeah seeing it and acknowledging it and wanting the next step you know um I'll say share a little quick thing here I was talking to somebody um close to me about my next programming, like not my programming in my business, but a program, like I'm constantly learning, like I'm working with an energy worker right now, energy healer, energy, total energy. Anyways, something about good energy and it's numerology and she's amazing. But I was talking to somebody before I sent it to that class and the person was like, well, I thought you were doing good. Why, why do you need more? It's just like, I was mind blown that that was the mentality um no hate towards that person obviously it was just it was just I was blown away like because I'm in such a mindset of like I'm on to the next thing I close this off I take what I need from this and then I need to keep growing going to growing whatever however that sounds <laughs> but I was just so mind blown because it's just like you need to take that next step and then once like compared to the first one I was so nervous like I was so nervous it took like an hour to prepare for our meeting but I've been getting more comfortable with comment messing up on camera you know with public speaking and stuff like that that yeah. I think about 10 minutes to prepare for this one because I've known you a little bit more not only that but myself and just always going for the next step and remembering who's there for you um and then the last little thing you were talking about what would you say that to your daughter or to your neighbor or to your you know your just your best friend And I'm on my workspace right now and I'm going to show a little picture and it's from a little mini Polaroid camera. And that's Minnie Mick, where is she? With my childhood cat. And I look at her because she's still a part of me and there's inner child work and stuff you can do as well. But just looking at, or meditation even, thinking about who you were as a kid and having that picture of her in your mind, would you call her names? Like, would you call, would I call her names? Would I look at her and give her hate the same that I would in the mirror and if the answer is no which it absolutely should be then don't give your current self that negative hate as well because you deserve she deserved or he or whoever your childhood self is they deserve all that love that you can give yourself too yep and that forgiveness and if you are talking with negative self-talk or limiting beliefs or any of that it's okay. Give yourself some grace and just acknowledge that you're doing it. When you start to acknowledge those feelings and acknowledge those thoughts, that's when the change starts to happen. It's when you ignore them or push them aside or stay stuck in them that you're not truly acknowledging your progress and and what you have the capability of creating. So yeah. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? No, I think this was, this went 
amazing. This was a really good conversation. We have a lot of things that we see eye to eye on, a little bit of things that we don't, and it was just a pleasure. And I appreciate being on here a second time. Um, does anyone have any questions on the chats you see or? Uh, no questions right now, but if anybody does, uh, for anybody watching, catching the replay, uh, or even listening, because this is a podcast as well, if you would like to reach out to either myself or Mick, or Mick please do so. Um, our links are in the description of this video. We're always available to answer any questions. If you want to comment on this episode, you're more than welcome. We do check for comments. Mm -hmm. And if you want to comment on the video, I can pass that along to Mick as well. Make sure that you like, follow, and share the show. Obviously, we're always looking for guest speakers, guest bloggers, or featured topics. The show is called Giving You Something to Talk About because I wanted to give you something to talk about. Things that matter, things that you need to hear, that you want to hear, things that people aren't talking about that are going to make us happier, healthier, and in a judgment-free space because that's what this is all about is judgment-free, self-expression, unconditional love, all of that. This show is all about self-help and, and situations, right? Sharing our stories to inspire. Um, thank you again, Mick, for joining me. I really appreciated it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was really looking forward to this one and it just blew my mind. Thank you. I loved it. I loved it. All right. Um, again, if you want to connect with either myself or, Mel or Mick, I always want to say Michaela, but Mick, please do so. Uh, links in the description. Join our newsletter at distalivetv.com. Reach out if you'd like to be a guest speaker, guest blogger, or if you have a topic you want to see featured on the show. Um, we're always looking for new and amazing people to join these episodes. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Wherever it is that you're watching, whenever it is that you're watching, please make sure that you have a wonderful, amazing day. Take some time for yourself and give yourself some grace. I will see all of you on the next episode. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.